Okay, here we go. The Panda Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Panda Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. Hello? May I speak to the man of the house? This is the woman of the house, and there is no man living here. No? How are you paying for this phone? I'm a lawyer. Oh, I see. And are you in your little courthouse right now representing Barbie? <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. <laughs> yes. It reminds me that I, my son Andy's birthday yeah. is uh, the 25th of uh, March. Why, oh, does, uh, why does 60. that remind you? Because what I got him for his birthday. A woman? Nope. Barbie's dream. <laughs> I got him Barbie's dream house. Oh, that's so nice. Oh. And I got him a little red Corvette. Barbie red Corvette. Wow. With prints in the back seat. Yeah, that's nice. He fits in. There's you're, no back seat. You're what, are you, what are you kidding me? There's no back seat on a Corvette. It needs to still fit there. You're a doting dad. dad. Anyway, happy birthday, Andy. He doesn't listen. I don't let him. <laughs> He's not old enough. No, I mean I don't let him listen to anything. Oh, oh that's ever. good. That's I, good. I, I put earplugs in the minute I get home. <laughs> I said, don't even think about it. And he goes, what? <laughs> You're just trying to strengthen his eyesight. He goes, what? <laughs> huh? Poor kid. Huh? Does it in school too? No wonder he's getting all Fs. Huh? You know who had a hard time? Dad. You know. (laughs) Right. You ever notice it's always the right ear that gets cut off uh, of somebody when they cut their ear off? Like Van Gogh. Can you think of anybody else? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, no. I was watching a show, and they cut someone's ear off, and it was her right ear. Mike Tyson bit one off. I was out of gum. <laughs> I ran out of gum. <laughs> uh, did you hear Mike Tyson's replacing Aunt Jemima? I did not. He's going to be on the on the pancake uh, uh, stuff. For syrup real? bottle? Is that what you're talking about? The syrup bottle? Well, no, it's syrup... Oh, no. <laughs> Mike and Tyson, he listens to this uh, program. He's going to kick your ass. Well, it's okay because he has every God-given right to do that. I miss Robin very much. I still love her. I'm going to step on your testicles. I thought it was only taller. Uh, welcome to the Planet Mikey podcast. As we find out more and more about the unbelievable world-reaching ramifications of having a successful a podcast. Yeah. Well, at least you uh, you beat food poisoning earlier this week. I did. Yeah. We realized though the potential. The potential is here for amazing uh, revenue. The only problem is that we realize it. Mm-hmm. We know we have a gigantic band. You're, you'll testify to this. You testify. Yep. A lot of people. A lot of downloads every single week. It's huge. But we sometimes are lacking the time, the um, ability, the energy to go out and find a, an advertiser that's perfectly suited to our audience. It's true. That would be would be benefiting by our thousands and thousands and thousands of intelligent, yes, classy, yep. mm. funny, and wow. by the way, wealthy mm-hmm. listeners. That's right. You know, we've got some pretty. So what we're going to do is we're going to offer this. Opportunity. We'll do it publicly right here, and, and you can contact Ben Kitchen well, ben. by sending an email to Planet Mikey Podcast 
at gmail.com. Yes, sir. I thought you were going to give them my say. I want to address for a second. Oh, the Planet yeah, Mikey podcast. I wasn't going to give him your spunkalooza at Gmail. You just did, you son of. Oops. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. Why did I change my email address? I've had it for twenty-two years. Yeah, but you got nothing but spam and Pam and Ram Jam. Thank you, ma'am, on there. How else am I going to get that album back? <sighs> oh, anyway, so just so you know, because yep. people they listen. Ben Kitchen is changing his name. What? His last name. Because he's tired of people giving him kitchen jokes. So he's changing his last name from Kitchen to Dover. <laughs> and he thinks that'll be better than the. Than Dover the, is a very a, a nice name. You know, it's kitchen got a solid jokes. sound to it. And Bill Smith, yeah. who's had probably one of the. One of the top 20 most common names in America. Probably. My name is Bill Smith. For the last, however long he's been alive, yeah. uh, is changing his name. Yeah, yeah because yeah. he finds that a lot of people have a hard time spelling Smith. It's true. <laughs> and the weird thing is he's going to double down on it. Yeah. He's changing his name to Smith Smith. Oh. Yeah. 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 That's true. That way you get two chances to get it right. My name is Mike Adams. so nice, they named him twice, huh? That, yes, that's, that's, that's a slogan my, we're going to use. My middle name is Kevin. Kevin? Yeah. I don't know how I got food poisoning. I'm thinking maybe someone slipped me a Mickey. Could be. Someone threw something in my food. My wife did look a little guilty the other night at the dinner table. Oh, do you have food poisoning, Mikey? Oh, oh here, have another bite. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Try this. I've got some soup for you. I think seriously that it was bad clams, and not because she. Uh, I have this clam dip that I make. Bad clam. Yeah, I'll get into that later. Uh, a bad. I think bad clams because uh, I, I have this clam dip. So I make clam dip. You know? Okay. And it's uh, you take a one one block of uh, cream cheese. Yep. You microwave it for about 30 seconds so it's Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah, whatever. Either you can get generic, okay. you know. You microwave it so it gets softened up a little bit so you can mix it with a half of a container of sour of sour cream. So it's yeah. cream cheese, sour cream, oh. and two cans of Snow's minced clams. Oh, the tasty little mollusks. You got to drain the juice off the clams where it makes it soupy. Oh. You don't want soupy clam dip. You clam want the juice. clam just the clams in oh, there that with stuff all. is exciting. So you stir it up and you, you microwave it a little bit so it's, a, it's kind of semi-warm dip, you know, and you, it's great. And everybody loves it. But if you leave it in the refrigerator and eat some, and then you, then you come back from, you go to Florida for three or four days. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> then you come back and you, you, you forgot it was there for three or four days. And then you open it up and you say, I'm going to dip some celery I in think here. I like to have some clam dip. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's possible that that's exactly what permeated... Possible my, or my digestive tract. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. How many days uh, were you suffering with this uh, malady? Well, it wasn't even really that long of a suffrage. It was just an intense. Uh, what happened was suddenly I'm going, going to go to sleep. It's bedtime. And I go, all of a sudden, I got the shivers. Yeah, the chills. That's I how it starts. I couldn't get rid of them. I was like, and I was yawning a lot. Of, and then I'm going. So the neighbors who were sleeping over got pissed and left. That's a Monday night thing, right? So Tuesday. Tuesday night. Yeah. Well they got it. Yeah, they got there. So I'm I'm like all shivery and weird and I and I went to, to my wife and I said, you know what? I'm not feeling really normal. And then I shivered in bed for like a half an hour and then 
I got up and I bleh, yeah. vomited. Oh, yeah. Nothing like that. I went to the vomitorium. We have a special room. Before you vomited, did you say to yourself, oh, I think, oh, God, I'm really going to puke. You tried to hold it down. No, actually, I called Chuck Perks and I said, what's up, Chuck? (laughs) (laughs) That deserves a... Chuck Perks, who's the program director, by the way, of my former radio station, 100 FM, The Pike. Where you were number one in the afternoon. Yes, where I was number one until Bob Goodell, the general manager, decided he wanted to replace me with Mistress Carrie yep. and replace the guy who was number one in the, in the afternoon. Uh, that, with, uh, uh, that fat shit. We like Chuck Perks. I do like Chuck. Yeah. Now, how did I get that sidetracked? What's up, Chuck? Oh, food poison. Yeah. So then I and then my wife tells me I ran downstairs to, because I didn't want to keep the whole house awake. For, you Were know. you fully clothed at this point? Yeah, well, okay. so I run downstairs and she goes, you don't remember going downstairs and throwing up again? I said, no. And she told me the next day, you threw up twice. I said, I mm. did. Oh, man. So I was uh, really weirded out. And then the next day I slept all day. She blacked out. I don't know. It was weird. And I've had and now I've had food poisoning several times in, in my in my life. And both times that it was the worst was I had bad mushrooms on pizza. Oh. oh. And I still eat them because I love mushrooms. Yeah. You know why? What about pistachios? Because I'm a fun, you're guy. a fun guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I ate Fuck. mushrooms and got food poisoning <laughs> twice, but I still went back to them. Yeah. You know, that's like getting some wife. You're the mouse that fails and just keeps hitting the thing that zaps them. That's it. <laughs> like, we should get you a bag <laughs> of pistachios. But <laughs> I'm a fun guy. Do you eat? Pi- <laughs> Do you eat pistachios again? What are you shitting me? <laughs> After what we saw, the worms crawling across this table, people oh will not God. believe that. I will you, never you're eat the witness. Again. What was that brand name again? Uh, uh, wonderful. 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 Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. We I got had a your, bag and we threw them away. I got your wonderful nuts right over here. Got to say, I haven't experienced anything like that in a long time. Do you have worms in yours too. <sighs> I, I will never eat one pistachio, whether it's been shelled nope, or sitting in nope, nope, I'm nope, never going to look at nope, them. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> you know, somebody, if someone offers me and says, Mikey, you want a, a pistachio? I'll go, fuck you. Oh, man. Just like that. <laughs> Father <laughs> at the church. No, I will not. Uh, <laughs> I will not eat them again. And you know what? And I, get, I spend my life eating pistachios, liking them, yeah. not knowing that there's potentially worm larvae. You may have ingested like a whole family yeah. of them. Um, so yeah. we don't have a sponsor. Whole generation. Maybe we could take a negative sponsor and turn, turn wonderful into nuts into the laughing stock of the nut industry. Maybe they'd like to. Let's do that. So we should call their competitors and say, hey, here's yeah. the deal. Hey, nuts. We're not going to promote you. This is but it. But we're going to tear down your competitor. I'm going to go. I'm going to call tomorrow. Remind me. Somebody. One of you two. <laughs> okay. I'll remind you, Mike. I'm going to call nuts.com tomorrow and say, I have a perfect advertising medium for you. It's Planet Mikey Podcast. Yeah. It's out of Boston, of course, but it's nationwide. Uh, and we're going to rip the living shit and justifiably out of wonderful nuts because they're not wonderful and you guys are great. Boy, that bag was full of those worms. Fucking worms. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I saw the table. You was told full me of about worms. it. I didn't believe it. I, I still oh. I still have nightmares about it. Ugh. I had a nightmare that I ran into the corner of a dining room table and broke my nuts and worms came out. <laughs> well, there you go. That'll right, happen. So, but this negative, this is a, pot, a possible advertiser where they know not only will I t- treat them well, nuts.com, and take care of business. Yeah. I'm already doing it, see? Mm-hmm. But I can take their competitors and make and have truthful, factual 
It would stand up in court. What if the competitor sent you a bag of pistachios? The nuts.com? Yeah. Well, I would have Ben inspect them all for worms first. <laughs> Every single one, one at a time, open them up, put them on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have to be an old Dutch woman? <laughs> I, I would it's fun to I would think it would be fun to be a Dutch woman. <laughs> I'm sure it would. Wouldn't you? Oh, man. Unless you get your finger caught in the dike. What's uh, the... Uh, who was the guy? The, who was the kid who got his finger caught in the dike? Uh, the, the, remember the, the, the Peter. Dutch... Peter. Wasn't his name Peter? Puller? Last Peter. It might have been Peter Puller, but I think it was Peter. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. No one can cancel us. I'm, I'm, we are like Kid Rock. We're uncancelable. Someone says, oh, guess what? We're going to cancel you. Probably and I go, so yeah. unemployable. I say, who the hell are you? <laughs> Would you own this podcast? You talk to Ben. He owns it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the way Kid Rock says, you know, oh, the reason I can't get canceled is because I don't give a fuck. That's really the attitude to have in mm-hmm. this in this uh, cancel society that we live in. Yeah. You got to have that attitude because if, if you don't give a fuck, then they can't really cancel you. They can take you off Twitter, and Twitter takes down a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're doing it with the Babylon Bee, which is one of the funniest Twitter follows mm-hmm. that there is. And they, they canned them for telling the truth. And you that should be against the law. You should be able to sue somebody who takes you off their platform for telling the truth. Mm-hmm. It was the truth. They got, they got Tucker Carlson, too. Kicked him off for telling the truth. It's so unbelievable. Yeah. Well, we will always tell the truth on this podcast. Paul whether, Pierce? Whether we like it or not. And whether you like it or not. Whether anyone likes it or not. I like it. It's always going to be the truth. Okay, so let me start with, I like Kid Rock now. What you, I didn't you know, I used to like him, but now I like him. I like him too, yeah. Um, hey, I got a question for you. Is, is it a, uh, in Spanish, is, is it una pregunta? Uh, no, senor. Okay. Uh, being a Lyft driver yourself. Not anymore. Really? Oh, boy. Price of gas. You got it. Yeah. I see six bucks in California. So they I was d- just planning on going on moving out there. Joe Biden's <laughs> destroyed the industry, the Lyft industry. He's trying. Yeah. I just filled my tank. I saw seventy dollars come up on it on the thing. Mm. Uh, on you know what is it called the thing when you get your tank bucket. holds how many? How many gallons? Sixteen. Yep. Drives Se- a Mini Cooper. Seventy bucks. Yeah. And well, that's not what triggered me though. What triggered me is until it comes down. And they, Lyft came out with this thing, as did Uber, mm. where they say, "Oh, the drivers are getting killed on the gas price. We're going to give each driver for each ride." 55-cent bonus. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks. <laughs> at 22 miles a gallon, uh, at 55 cents, and at, how, at, four, at 440 a gallon is uh, uh, an eighth of a gallon. So you give me an eighth of a gallon, so I get an eighth of my mileage to 20. I can go, I can go four or five miles on that. That's right. And so it, every average ride is about three or four or five miles just to pick the person up. So they're not really helping at all. In order for that bonus system to work on, on a Lyft driver basis, it has to be two bucks a ride. So you've minimum. decided to hang it up. So you're not getting behind that steering wheel any no, longer. I'm, I'm not going to do it because so, I, mean, I, I never was in it for the money. Yeah. I'm not in it to enhance my bank statements. No, I'm in it because I don't like sitting home watching repeats of Judge Judy, which I already saw three times. <laughs> I don't. I like to be doing something, and I said to myself, well, what am I going to do? You know, I mean, I could work for. Uh, Wonderful nut company. Yeah, you could. <laughs> I, I just had to do something. And plus, I get the funny, wacky stories, mm. of which I have none this week because I didn't ride anybody this week because I got pissed. Yeah, I got pissed at the gas prices. Yeah. 
Gas prices. And uh, there's people out there trying to say, oh, it's all Putin's. It's a Putin gas yeah. increase. Well, half, some of it's Putin, but the rest is all Biden. Yeah. You know it is. He shot down the Keystone Pipeline on day one. That was one. There's yep. four, they're sitting on 4,400 applications to drill, and he's, they're not doing anything no. about it. You know, there's people out there waiting to go, get to work yeah. and increase the oil So supply. he goes down and he chums around with, uh, with what's his name, down in Venezuela, the other crook. I can't even get into the Biden thing. Don't get me started. You know what's so troubling about it what is, is that, it? you know, you'd, you'd wish that, God forbid, he falls down the steps and he can't be president anymore. But then you got Kamala sitting there. Come on, man. Going, I'm next. And everybody's going, no. <laughs> Joe, get up. Get up, Joe. You're okay. <laughs> Jeremy's Razors did this thing because, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. Uh, Jeremy's Smith. Razors? What's that? <laughs> well, you know Harry's Razors. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Harry's Razors did this thing about it. It had something to do with gender. You know, it was one of these gender things or, you know, and... Harry's is coming out now with this thing where, well, you know, we don't, we're, we didn't tell it like it is. You know, if you're, if you don't want to tell your 11 year old daughter to shave because she wants to be a man someday oh, or whatever, it's all this weird stuff. One of those, yeah. And they do this high, high level production, two and a half minute commercial about why they don't care what you think about the gender issue. And Harry's is full of crap. Harry's, they 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 pulled their advertising. Harry's did because somebody said something, you know, about the gender. I don't know. People now are so jumpy on issues like gender. This 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 swimmer, for example, mm-hmm. this swimmer lady guy, who's a guy, mm-hmm. and you say, well, no, she's a woman now. Well, yeah, but she's a guy. Yeah. Okay. And again, I'm going to tell the truth here. She wants to be a woman. She wants to be called a woman. She wants to swim with the women. Uh, she, I guess, is transitioning, but not after, not before she swim uh, um, three years for UPenn as a male swimmer. Now she wants to be a female swimmer and win. Whatever. You know, you say you're a woman. I say you're a guy. Whatever you want to take there, wherever you want to take that, I'm sorry, sue me. I say whatever they want to do. If, if you're one of those people that feels you've got to transition, fine. But it's not fair. Right. To use that newly acquired gender, this identity that you have. To ruin somebody else's life. Look what's happening to them. I mean, it's just not fair. And everybody knows it's not fair, but they keep pushing this agenda. So how many people, if you look at the population of Earth, are actually transgender? And I'm all in favor of respecting their choices and all that stuff, but how many people? It's got to be a sliver of the entire population. Right. And I can say, and you can say anything you want, and you can... Pretend to be anything you want, and you can even think you are mm-hmm. something that you're not. Yeah. I, I can say right now, I'm a zebra. Yeah. You know, I remember my early life in Africa when I was a zebra running around on the plains of. <laughs> People can't say, oh, you, know, you can say, wait, what for me? I'm a zebra. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm a zebra. Oh, what makes you think you're a zebra? I am a zebra. Never mind thinking it. I am one. So you better say it, or else you're you're screwed. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. So, if I, I'm just I'm just done with the whole the whole the whole gender argument is it's biological. Now, we may not have a biologist uh, being added to the Supreme Court, but everybody who's not a biologist knows the difference between a guy and a girl is physical. It's scientific. The mental part of it we can't account for. We can see what the doctor saw when the baby came out at birth and say, okay, it's a boy. Or it's a girl. 
you look in one place, and that's and anybody that's ever had a baby knows that's where you look to find out the big news if you don't know already. The bottom of the foot. The bottom, the bottom of the right. foot. Did you ever think it might Bobinski be a, reflex. stamped there? Do you ever think it might be a psychological operation that everybody that's behind this whole thing that's pushing it? Yeah, they all know what the truth is, but say, let's tell the population well the, that uh, here's what we think, and then they really push it, and everybody gets confused and argue about, argues about it like we are now. But we all know what the truth is, but we're told it's not the truth. Even the people who are gung-ho on this, they, they say you identify as. They don't say you are. Mm. Unless, but if you say that that person is a guy, like I did earlier a couple minutes ago, that swimmer is a guy, okay? Now, if they tried to sue me and say, well, wait a minute, you're calling me a guy. Well, you have testicles. Mm. I think I'll win the case. Why don't they just make another category? I mean, you already separate men and women in sports. Mm-hmm. Just add another category. Well, you have to separate them in sports. And you know, in the no, old no, days... I, I know. We all, we all know. Yeah. But just, okay, let's just add another category. Ooh, what is it? I don't see women transitioning to compete don't know. with men uh, and swimming and weightlifting and all that. Yeah. Do I? Well, I, they wouldn't let me go to curves and work out. Well, Especially me... when I showed them all my nuts. That... <laughs> oh, you brought the wonderful bag over there? Yes, <laughs> So anyway, sorry. I was listening to Tony Maserati. Yeah, I like Tony. Everybody likes Tony. Yep, Maserati. Tony's he's a good, good man. Guy. Yep. He's, he's a real good guy. And and he, despite the fact that he has maybe the worst radio voice in history, <laughs> he's um, sounds like Mickey Mouse. You know, he's got the real high voice. Everybody still loves Tony, and why wouldn't you? He's a good writer. He's a good guy. Yeah, a good father. You know, Sudbury guy. Yep. By the way. Yep. Um, but one thing he does that I that I learned in broadcasting school the very first day I went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting mm. as Ben did yeah yeah Ben Dover Ben Dover that's a new name it, it, Tony Maz is the world champion violator of the don't pop your peas rule <laughs> now we have windscreens here on our professional microphones because we're professionals and, and this studio is the most professional podcast studio in existence of course yes it's at Pelham Island. Uh, He's got, and I watched him a little bit. I was watching him on TV. I wasn't even actually listening to him on the radio. I was watching him on the whatever it is, Comcast. Yeah. Are you saying he has no microphone technique? He's like this. He goes. And it's, the, the peas are popping. I'm thinking, get that, get that Jiffy Pop off the stove. It's going to burst. He is popping peas like you read about, and he, it's it's all how you approach the microphone. Could be, and might, they might also want to change the mic too, because you notice we hardly ever no, have any pop. He's peas been on. doing it forever, though. He's well, he's a pea popper, and on a, and that's not even a bad thing because he's got a huge audience. Yeah. You know, they're kicking the shit out of EI in the afternoon. You know, pea, popped peas or not, so. But the, they taught me at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting, if you don't want to pop your peas, yeah. when you say a word that begins with P, P. you you side you side saddle the, the microphone. Or B. You don't go straight at it. Like, listen to this. I'm going to say the word poop. See, did you hear it? Poop. 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 Pop. Poop. Poop. Pop. Poop. Now I'm going to go side saddle. Okay. Poop. It softens the peas. There you go. Why <laughs> are farts still so funny? <laughs> and they always will be. So regards to Maserati for doing a great job, being a good guy, but stop popping the goddamn peas. It's making me crazy. Maybe Tony would like to be a guest on this uh, podcast. Can I, uh, can I ask you a fine gentleman a question? Yeah. Um, always. I've been thinking about this lately. Go ahead, Ben. Oh, wait, uh, did you hear what he said? He's been thinking, thinking about, about something. About, uh, yeah. He's actually been thinking it, about something. That's true. Lately. He's been known like to do this. Jotting like he, it down in my journal. 
diary, whatever. Diarrhea. Um, yep, exactly. Have you thought about what you would like to be done after you die? Like buried, cremated. What, what would you? I've I've convinced myself cremation's the way to go. Well, it's funny, but you asked that because I was just talking about that because Easter's coming. You know what Jesus did after he died? He came back. That's right. And I'm a comeback kid. <gasps> so I would like to be this oh, the first person in the history of the world documented since Jesus yeah. to make a comeback from death. <laughs> That's what I'd like to do. All right. All right. Yeah. I'd like to be... Um, I'm going to make movies. I thought about this. Either dumped out at sea, just thrown back, just naked body. Osama bin Laden? Into water. Well, n- not wrapped in a shroud. Okay. Just to throw me in. Or get buried in the backyard, <laughs> in the woods. Like a dog. In the woods. Yeah, just you know, throw it in there. Because once I'm gone, what do I care? Well, you well, don't know. Let me why do you find a you scenario for you yes, why you might been? care because I had a feeling you being a former navy man yes uh would be would want to be buried at sea sure well uh as I, you know, I don't need a ceremony just throw me in take me out far enough throw me that's in that's not right you don't think that's right no there's got to be at least some words spoken right. at seaside graveside would you speak to yeah at my uh, we'll be long dead when you die uh, Let's be honest. Bill's living forever. So you want to be buried at sea. That's one of your options here. So Liz's uncle passed away last uh, September, and he opted to be buried at sea. Really? Yes. Mm. So in Massachusetts, you have to go out. You have to make sure uh, the bottom of the ocean is at least 600 feet deep. So it's about 25 to 75 miles offshore you have to go. And they wrapped him in this, uh, you know, canvas thing and they put cannonballs in the bottom of it so that make sure it sinks right yeah, yeah. so this was in october when this happened the early october because he whatever. didn't uh, he didn't return october 2021 he was thrown out there yes okay and about two weeks ago a trawler i can, I can tell something's coming up here after george's bank was... about two weeks ago a fisherman returned to shore with oh. you know a nice big net filled unfortunately one of those things was her uncle was that uh, one of those drag? This was boats? 15 miles offshore. Was his name Luca Brazzi? <laughs> <laughs> so he unfortunately surfaced or whatever, got caught up in this net. How did he look? Brought in. Uh, well, state police get involved. Yeah. Have to do an autopsy because this might be a murder. What's going on? What the hell check. is going on? Him, he's in Think about this fisherman balls. just found a body in his bag when he's just trying to get, you know, caught. Did they have to check dental records to identify him? Uh, fingerprints. He still oh, had okay. fingerprints wow. after all those months in sea. And so they had to call. They had to call her aunt and let her know. And oh, it's all wow. over again. That's so unbelievable. I'm just going to give you a suggestion. This poor woman. Yep. Don't. That might not be the way to go. <laughs> yeah. Those damn fishermen, huh? Jeez, you never know what they're going to haul in. Well, I think my idea is better. What is uh, it? Coming back from the dead. <laughs> Don't you think? Come back and say, hey. There's another comeback for Mikey over here. Hey, at your wake, I got 40 days before I ascend into heaven. You'll take the wake literally. I can fill in on the pike for 40 days, <laughs> and then return. <laughs> and it counts. Yeah, it counts as a comeback. Now that's kind of t- troublesome. Well, so um, that's quite the story. I know that's that's something. Think about that. All right, I don't want to change topics from the macabre because you guys are just gross. Macabre, you. yeah. Okay. And it's spelled M-A-C-A-B-R-E. Macabre. Unless it's a woman. Macabre. Then it's macabre. Okay. So what are we going to talk about now? 
Um, do you remember that? Oh, I was, I was, remember that girl from from Entercom? I can't. I can't do that because she could. She could be listening. Oh, that's right. And you'll be uh, I, in trouble. Yeah. I used to call her Erin Gobralis. Oh. Do you remember her? I every St. Patrick's Day I call her. I think I know who you're referring to, and she probably is rolling her eyes, thinking, "Oh my God, no, she said it she's again." She she gets it. Yep. Speaking of which, uh, I don't know if you can call up a story called. Uh, you have to Google it. Nipple sucking teacher. Hmm? Nipple yeah. sucking. Can you spell teacher? nipple? No. It's an actual story, or it's not something you made up. Yeah, this is a news story yeah. because I. I don't like to do news stories without a backup this sourcing. From here it is. It's like a Thornton posting on no, Barstool. Well, ready? Go ahead. Sp- <laughs> oh my God! Spanish teacher at prestigious New York secondary school was reassigned after sucking a man's nipple during Zoom class. <laughs> she made a surprising return to the school after appealing, but will irrevocably resign at the end of the year. Columbia School Spanish teacher Amanda Fletcher returned to classes after being removed for sucking a man's <laughs> sucking a man's nipple. Oh. How do you say that? <laughs> Mamando? No, I can't, can't do it in Spanish. Okay. Fletcher, 38, was caught on camera engaged in an inappropriate sex act while on screen with students on September 30th, 2020. On camera? Yeah, on, on camera, of course. It was Zoom. Although she settled misconduct charges by agreeing... <laughs> I don't even want to know anymore. You know... <laughs> I don't that right afterwards they asked her for an interview and she went like this. Oh, it's because she had hair in her teeth. Yeah, that would do it. Right. I just wrote that down as a topic for today's podcast, was, but it's, it doesn't have to be. Uh, we don't have to go any further with it. Oh, that was good. You nope. know. Sorry. Yeah, I don't want to know more. Sometimes when you tell us these stories, I'm like, oh, really? I, I need know. some more context there. Yeah. The headline was pretty stunning. Okay, can you, that was worse than my story. While you're googling, by the way, I, this is what I, this is the way I think. I'm what in, is it? I'm Mike? In a million what places at once. You know, I'm like spazzy man. <clears throat> the lady who plays a scientist on TV and she does that Nariva brain. Uh, the lady scientist, and Mayim Bialik, is that her name? Blossom. I don't know. Could you? Could you? Could, that commercial. You know what? What's the commercial? It's Nariva, N-E-U. That's Blossom, yeah, that's her. Is that her name? Yeah. I don't I don't watch whatever show you're describing. Blossom, what, what's your Blossom thing? was on in like the early 90s. She yeah. was a young kid. And now she was on um, uh, Big Bang Theory. Isn't she like now a she's commercial? commercial. Now she's one of the hosts of Jeopardy. You're going to have to put Nariva commercial with whatever her name is. What is her name? What's her Mayim name? Mayim Bialik. See, yeah, I, yeah, Mayim Bialik. Okay, there it is. Yeah. That's the commercial I would like you to play. Let's hear it. The whole, okay. Uh, yeah, well, she's a, she one. loves brains. Okay. I'm Maya Bialik. Oh, that's her. I love brains. It's why so I became I. a neuroscientist. Brains. I also have a brain. And I do love you? the brain supplement Nariva Plus for both of those reasons. Okay. Unlike ordinary memory supplements, Nariva Plus fuels six key indicators of brain performance mm. to keep your brain on its toes, figuratively speaking. In fact, it's their most it. complete formula ever with clinically tested ingredients that are neuroscientist approved. So support that big, beautiful brain of yours with the brain supplement that thinks bigger. No, that's not the commercial Here I wanted, though. Oh, fuck you. I'm not oh, playing no, another no, one of those. It's all the way <laughs> no. But it's the oh, one God. where she goes, more brain function? Yes, please. Oh. <laughs> you know the one? Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I want to... Yeah. More brain function? Yes, please. Yeah, that was good. I don't know why that bothers the shit out of me. She, she tells everybody, "Well, I'm smart and uh, I'm on a, I'm actually a scientist." And yes, please, more. Bra- I, I don't know why that bothers me. I guess they all get all these medicine ads bother me because they're 
A, it's pointing out things people have wrong with them. And B, it's like, we have all the answers. And then there's 30 seconds of disclaimers telling you what other things uh, it oh, can yeah, cause. You've, you've created the thing to make all our brains that much more powerful? Really? It's bullshit. Ugh. You know it's oh, bullshit, too. God. And she was probably like that in movie my with Bradley Cooper. She was the type of girl who was in my chemistry class and was always correcting people, in, including me. Yeah, you know. Well. And I would tell her, "No, I did not fart." <laughs> it was Jimmy right. on the other side of you. We had a, uh, I had a science teacher, and he was unbelievable. I had an, a, a Native American guy. And I sat right next to him. His name was Jim Neptune. Yep. In, in Manchester High School, Good name. great guy. Long black hair. He looked totally like a Native American. It wasn't, you know, it was, this guy you knew when you yeah. looked at him. He said, he's, he's, a, he's a Native American Indian. Mm-hmm. So he came in late to class one day, and the science teacher goes, I couldn't believe this. He goes, where you been, Jim? At a powwow? Oh, God. And then he says, Jim looks at him, you know, yeah, shrugs or whatever. He says, or you've been out there on a warpath. You know, he, he just kept throwing Indian jokes at him. I'm thinking, this is wrong. Yeah. I thought it was wrong. Till he pulled out his bow and arrow. And shot. No, he, <laughs> but it was a, he was a really, really good guy, Jim Neptune. I hope he's still alive. Jimmy. If he's listening, Jim. You want me to Google him, too? Jim, how you doing? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. No, he's All a good right. guy. I say to him, in, in Sioux Indian, I'll say, how cola? On pay to wash tea. Was he from Maine? I don't know. I mean, no, no he's from Connecticut. Well, he wouldn't have been 47. No, no, he would, he'd, no. Be, he'd be my 67. Age. There it is. Jim <gasps> Neptune. No, he passed away? Oh, I don't, I don't want to know this now. Oh, Is that him? Said. Once again, we get in morbid. Uh... I think it's him. There he is. Is that James Neptune. Uh, Was Indian. he two years older than you? He might have been. Hmm. And he's gone now? Ah. Oh. Oh, Jimmy. I used to say every day, you know, how cola on Petuashte? Hello, friend. How are you today? Oh, see? Oh, now I'm sad. Oh, Jesus. And that was just a sidebar story. Jim Neptune. You want to have a few words about Jim? Let's go back to that nipple sucking teacher. No, oh. please don't. <laughs> right. I got a list of a mile long here of stuff. I lost money on the weekend. I had 14. I, I should have brought this in to document this. Did I, he have brothers? I don't know. I only only knew Jim. Okay. Can we stop talking about my Sorry. sad dead Indian friend? <laughs> You're talking about sports. Jeez. Sports. Sports. Adams has 14 consecutive successful bets. Overnight oh. rich sensation. Oh. Decides he wants to buy the Washington Post from Jeff Bezos. More on this story. Here's our reporter, Zinfandel. <laughs> Zin. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, I, I had actually I had fourteen straight successful <laughs> successful bets. I tripled my whatever I had in my bank for the betting site. Yeah, and I was nice here. I mean, forty five bucks rolling, rolling, rolling. I was like, this is unbelievable. And then I was going to bet and win another bet, but you know who screwed me? Who? James Harden. Oh no, really? It was like a tie game, close. At the end of the game, there's like a minute left, and James Harden. Well, he goes. He, he missed two free throws yep. in a row, and then he had three shots that he missed in a row. This is down the stretch. And all they had to do was, like, win by a, a point or whatever. And he had six turnovers in the game. This is one of the highest-paid superstars in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Left-handed, the beard, you know. Yeah. Completely screwed me. Oh, 
out of a out of a fifteenth consecutive bet, and I'm 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 a little I'm still a little pissed about it. That's why I bring it up here on the podcast. You know, I think James listens to the uh, to the podcast. James Harden or James Neptune? James Harden. No, James Neptune doesn't. I just hope the guy from Wonderful Nuts listens to this podcast because his his nuts absolutely suck and they're filled with worms. <laughs> Go to nuts.com. Well, your bag was. Yeah. It's a, a picture of my giant bag <laughs> on, on nuts.com. You'll have a ball. You'll be half in the bag. Now, here we go. The world. Ha- I'm gonna, I can't do this one. I can't do this one. Why? I am saving it. <laughs> but we have a podcast called ah. 15 Minutes of Shame." Oh shit! Oh, yeah. so this is like a tease for the the uh, the other podcast? Yeah, well, sort of. Yeah. I mean, what we do here is we we get it all out on this, and then we 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 narrow it down to 15 solid minutes, it's like the express version, like right to the second 15 minutes, it's like going from yeah. uh, CNN to HLN, but without the lying. I see. <laughs> no, it's still there. <laughs> all right, so. By the way, stay tuned for our musical feature tonight. Joe and Jerry tell me they have something really, really good in mind. Okay. Oldies but goodies. Do you mind if I blow my nose? Please do. Mike is now about to blow his nose Whoa. on the podcast. My God, it's a wonderful nut was stuck up there. That's a beautiful. Um, Epstein's Island is for sale, 125 mil. Oh, my God. That was God. creepy. That was creepy. No That's one, my, no my next knows. look. It's my next story. You no mean, one knows. That was just creepy. You, and it, suddenly his face appears on the screen. I've just witnessed the a psychic island. event. Yeah. The eerie weird. island. No one knows what happened, but. You know, that's the island people go to cut off their right ear. It's always the right ear. You go to Erie Island. <laughs> that's what I heard anyway. I yeah. heard it through my left ear, the one I still have. All right, so Epstein Island is for sale. Yep. You guys think we can scrape up all the money around the house? Your house, my house, your house? See if we can pull this deal together. $125 million. But here's my idea. We could probably buy that, but getting there would be a problem. Unlike the pervert uh, Jeffrey Epstein, I'm a I'm a citizen that likes to serve society and help people out that are in dire need. I've heard that about you, So Mike. we buy the island. Hmm. We turn it into my long-projected and thought-about home for wayward cheerleaders. Oh. Wherein anybody who's ever been a cheerleader... Is eligible of legal even age, guys, of <laughs> even George W. Bush. It, 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 it's a home for wayward cheerleaders. Cheerleaders tend to, after they get out of high school or college or whenever they finish their last cheerleading, they tend to go downhill, and they they lose sight of all that thing that kept them up on top of the pyramid, cheering and raising their pom poms and doing them happiness. Yep. They lose their happiness. So wayward cheerleaders, they can be befall. Uh, they can have drug habits. They can get into a bad relationship. They can turn into. Uh, I'm trying to think of bad things that can happen to cheerleaders. They can turn into prostitutes. Yep. They can. <laughs> they can f- fall off a, a boat and uh, and break their schism. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of stuff that can happen to them. So this would be a home for wayward cheerleaders where they could come live for free. Free food. Free clothing, free. It's an island. You come live here, and it's like but you remember the island of Lesbos. <laughs> yes. yes, we've heard of that. Yes. You've heard of that. Yeah. Although the French called it Lebo. Well, the, the the island of Lesbos, they, they had a bunch of women living there. Well, this is a cheerleader island where you get all you have to do to live there for free. And this is not perverted. This I was is about natural. to ask that question. You know, what do they have to? Um, how do they pay for this? Well, they they have to be naked. No, no. They what they do is there's going to be webcams. Yeah, in the showers. I see. 
You want to keep going? Well, you got to pay for. So, uh, so uh, is Castiglioki up? No, you got to listen. That? You got to pay for the. You got to pay for so. So you have webcams, and there's no. You're not asking them to do anything illegal. You're, you're taking care of everything. Our friend Mike Adams is everything talking that, about this program that he wants to develop at an island. So maybe it's a little bit too. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a little too Epsteiny. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, there's no, there's no sex going on in this island. There's no underage cheerleaders. These are former cheerleaders. They're all adults. A, B, they they're fully clothed. Uh, C, you're not asking them to do anything at all, except exist. Well, you don't think that's a great idea? Tell me where there's another home for wayward cheerleaders in this world. This is a, a, a need that is needs to be met. You might have a point there. There may not be another home for the wayward cheerleaders, but. All right, fine. I'll find somebody who's a little more forward-thinking than you guys. How dare you? And now, moving on. Uh, we have uh, two things. Oh, oh I, I got three things, actually. Can I say something positive about somebody? Please do. Your Boston Celtics! Oh. I, I haven't even talked sports in months on this podcast. That's true. And most people appreciate that. But I'm going to talk about the Celtics for a second. They, since my father's birthday, January 23rd, mm-hmm. the Celtics are 24 and 4. What? They were 24 and 24 going into that game. They were 500. They won just as many as they lost, and everybody's going like, why did they lose these late games? It's awful. What has caused the change, Mike? They just emerged. They gelled. Uh, they became... They figured out what their roles were, and they are, they're playing to those roles. They're not trying to play outside of that, and they're playing within a system now. They're so playing... They're, and they're healthy. Playing I mean, like well, a team. They're playing the defense like you read about. They have the number one defense in the entire NBA, yeah. which is re- remarkable. The differential between plus and minus on the... They're, they're third in the league behind only uh, Utah and Phoenix. They're doing. They're passing the ball. Yesterday, I'm looking at halftime stats. Oh, Marcus they just Smart smashed Utah. Last smashed night. them, and they, they, Utah's one of the top three teams. Yeah. They, Marcus Smart had his career high for assists in one basketball game is 12. Yesterday in the first half, he had 10 assists. Wow. He's passing the ball to exactly the right people. He's playing point guard like you read about. He's feeding the big dogs. They're uh, they're just doing everything. Right, would and they're you playing they with have, energy. Would you say they have momentum on their side now? Oh, they're, hell yeah. They're on a roll? I mean, 20, 28 games, 24 wins. And and by the way, two of those losses were really close games. So they could have been, you know, 26 and 2. So I'm very proud of the Celtics. Their coach, who I had severe doubts about, I believe in the guy now. I think he knows what he's doing, and it, it appears that he does. He's able to turn that around and get these guys together collectively. Go Celtics. And I don't usually... What made you think in the beginning that the coach may not be up to snuff? Oh, I just broke your chair. Oh, Jesus. Mikey broke my he chair. He did. He did break chair. your chair. I put my foot on the... F- oh, God. You know, these chairs are so expensive. Is this an antique? Yeah. It's, yes. <laughs> we have only the best here in the studio. And look at it. It's broken now. Well, God. the sign on the chair says... Oh, uh, this one's broken, too, actually. It's like firewood. Yeah. <laughs> the sign on the chair says, Sit ye here in comfort, my friend. <laughs> And it's in it's in old English. You know, I, I have to appeal to the listeners now that you've ruined my studio. You brought worms in here with. I did with bring a, worms in, but termite worms in a bag. Apparently. Apparently. Oh man! It was Ben that let them out. You told me to. 
<laughs> Here, count the worms that come out of this thing. All right, one more story for you. One more news story before we move on to the music portion of the program. Let me get my readers. I my, should try those eye drops where you can. Sorry. What's it called? Views it. That's what I need. Oh, they should be. A, they should be another sponsor for us. If you use, it's an eye drop you put in your eye, and <clears throat> you don't need your readers when you use it. You can you can sit up. Cl- you can see up close. One drop a day. Yeah. It's a new advertise. I've seen it on TV. It's an it's an actual thing. What's it called? V u v u e z i t. Maybe you should just Google eye drops that make you see close up. All right, I got that story coming up. I read it without my readers. Real Housewives of New York star Luann DeLesseps. Oh, Viewity. yes, the Countess. Viewity. Viewity. Yeah, that's what it's called. We should get those in there. You know, because then, Ben, you, you'd be able to see the worms better up close when they're crawling out of the nut uh, shell. <laughs> I'm relentless on this nut shit. That's true, yeah. Real Housewives of New York star Luann DeLesseps. The Countess. Has issued an apology after causing a scene at a New York City piano bar called Townhouse. Oh, She's a cabaret singer, you know. It's a gay bar. Yeah. Or as they say in New York, it's a gay bar! This week after a regrettable incident, she says, I was faced with the truth. She's 56. Yep. I want to apologize to the staff at the townhouse and anyone else I may have offended with my behavior. Mm. Clearly, my struggles with alcohol are real. She admitted that remaining sober has been challenging. She was arrested in 2017 in Palm Beach, Florida on Christmas Eve for being drunk and disorderly. She agreed to plead guilty to battery, trespassing, and disorderly intoxication in exchange for the felony charge against her being reduced. Lesseps issued an apology for her behavior via social media. She said she's been in rehab. She's continued efforts to maintain her sobriety over the year. Well, apparently it's not working that well. <laughs> Situation. Um, Lou Ann. Deleseps was reported. Is that how you say it? Deleseps? Deleseps. Uh, whatever. Yeah. She drunk. The Countess. Just call her Countess. You fucking love that show, don't you? No, I do. I watch I've it never watched it once. Thank oh, you for asking. So Ramona with the crazy eyes. So here's what happened. She was reportedly oh. booted from the, the townhouse yes. this week after causing a drunken disturbance as she monopolized the piano at the popular gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, she's, uh, it's she, worse if you go to a gay bar and monopolize the, your organ. Now, she's a, she's a cabaret singer. Was she, was she trying to sing? Is that what happened? Yes. The reality star reportedly, quote, belted out jumbled versions of songs, which Joe and Jerry do every single week. She wrote a song called Money Can't Buy Your Class. They were so intolerable, these songs, that the crowd began booing her, causing her to yell at the audience, (laughs) Get on, you bastard. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So she's classy. That'll be next week on Real Housewives of Who Gives a Fuck. And, you know, she's classy. She goes, fuck you, the old people, you gay guys. No, no, fuck you. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, time for Joe and Jerry because because we care. And they they told me they were going to do an oldie. Really? Yeah. Joe didn't seem too excited about it, though. I don't know if, uh, if it was him or... Troop that oh, here it is. I don't remember what day it was. 
I didn't notice what time it was. All I know is that I fell in love with Troop. And if all my dreams come true, I'll be spending time with you. Every day's a new day. I, you know, Joe, I don't know. This song blows. Come on, Troop, just suck it up, Buttercup. It's a piece of shit, Joe. Every time I kiss your lips, my mind starts to wander. See, you see, Joe, this song sucks. Can we, can we change the song? I don't want to do this. Change the song, for Christ's sake. All right, let's do this. From the Beach Boys. You're a beautiful girl. And your pants are on so tight that when you stand just right, I can see it all at Shaw's. When you're on the beach, this is better, Joe. And your bikini is soaking wet. I see a fuzzy silhouette as I look down below. I see your camel toe. Your biscuit, your beavage. I see your cooter cleavage. Your monkey, your muffin. <laughs> I have nothing. Your Gucci. Your flapper, your showing off your snapper. Your camel toe. Looks so right. Let it show. It looks like a pink taco. I see your camel toe. Voila, the bearded clam. I could really go for a sideways sloppy joe or a tuna casserole. Baby, don't you know? I never thought I'd see so much of your anatomy. Your jeans are so tight, I'm learning gynecology. I see your camel toe at Shaw's. Your labia, your vulva, ooh, you know I love you. Your addenda, vagina, nothing could be finer. It's furry, it's fluffy, it's looking kind of puffy. Your camel